0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast Yeah, my name is Lise and I'm a flippin' millennial So let's get this party started right and quickly But before I could do that, you know what I gotta do, I do it every single week I gotta shout out my peoples, I gotta shout out to Guru I got to shout out to eat digger i got a shout out to ashley over there and brunching because we brunched today we had brunching today we we brunched and we had a guest we was drinking out virtual mimosas for me i had my virtual patron but that's okay it technically was water but sometimes you got to pretend what you don't got you know what i mean so Shout out to brunching over there and to Darius West for coming and gracing the brunching podcast with his presence. I appreciate him. He came all the way from Los Angeles, Cali on the virtual line. He was all the way over there in Verizon. Listen, baby, I was trying to do something and you didn't want me to be great. I pay my bills, Verizon, but you didn't want me to be great. And I don't know why you didn't want me to be great, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Like that is okay, Verizon. We need to talk though. Maybe you can give me a discount. I don't know because it wasn't working. All right. But we did get the full show and Darius was amazing. He is not related to Kanye West. I did ask you know, that's just what I do. He is not related to Kanye West at all, but he does hope to meet him someday. If you are not a big Christian hip-hop type of person, I'm not either. You can tell by my mouth, but I learned something new. So if you are kind of curious like what is Christian rap? You've got to watch his film, which is coming out in 2020. It was supposed to be summer 2020, but because of the quarantine got pushed back. So make sure that you tune in and check out Mike Drop, the culture of Christian Rap, so that you could see that. And on brunchin next week, we are going to have Headcrack coming on there. Yes, Headcrack from Dish Nation. So he will be gracing the brunchin podcast with all of his musical knowledge, and we're going to have a blast talking to him because he's just such a musical genius. Like I like people that are like musical nerds. I love that. I love I love a nerd in anything. Nerds are dope as shit. So if you're a nerd, shout out to you. Okay, because like. I, I was just thinking they should remake the Revenge of the Nerds. I was just telling somebody this, and hopefully, nobody steals my idea or whatever. But. I was telling somebody that I think that they should remake the Revenge of the Nerds. But with black women, I think that would be so dope. We never see black women in that really intellectual, smart role. And I think putting a bunch of different types of black women in those roles or predominantly black women in those roles is going to be dope as hell. So I'm just saying, I I don't know, Easter. I know you got a lot on your plate potentially maybe maybe not I know you're doing this wrestling thing with the rock and everything maybe maybe the nerds you know what I mean maybe and I you know how I don't like how much I don't like remakes but I think remaking something like that or creating something new out of that kind of like that genre would be pretty dope I'm just saying but let's get into these top 10 trends and topics of the week All right, so here go the top 10 trending topics of the week Let's get it So, here we go The sex addicts are actually struggling through this quarantine And nobody was thinking about y'all We sorry So shout out to all my people who are listening to this And working at home With one hand on the computer And the other hand, I don't know where Maybe it's somewhere, you know what I mean? So shout out to all of y'all But according to Vice.com They are saying it's they are saying I sound like Donald Trump people are saying I'm hearing things so according to <laughs> psychologists they're saying that sex addicts are struggling through this because they are one of the only people that cannot have access to their vice so if you're a foodie like me you can go to the grocery store you could re-up you know what I mean you can go get you some more snacks and some Cheetos and some Doritos and some Fritos I like yes yes honey yes you can go get that If you like a little drink, maybe you like a little tip tip. You can go get your little tip tip. You can even have the wine tip tip to your house. You know what I mean? But you can't get no booty coming to your house because it's quarantine and you don't want to be getting that COVID. It is already bad enough that you trying to abandon getting all the other 50,000 stis that are out there in the world like you don't want to have to you know you jumped over you jumped over gonorrhea right right you jumped over chlamydia right and then you end up jumping into covid like that's just not what you want and so they is like really really struggling out here in these streets and no I, see i didn't even know now somebody explain to me how does one know that they are a sex addict what what does it take is it like i gotta have sex every five minutes is it like every 10 minutes like is it like a dilation like what what qualifies you as a sex addict what would it have to happen in order for you to be a sex addict because that's the only addiction I can't really grasp because I was like aren't we all like we all like a little sex every now and again you know what I mean except for the people that you know sell a bit they sell a bit by a bit you know except for them but everybody else likes a little sex every now and again so how do you how do you know you know what I mean like how do you know that you are a sex addict somebody explained that to me and Donald Trump said hey I don't like doing these news briefings no more. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of y'all, yeah, I'm tired of it. And After he suggested that people drink bleach and put light bulbs up their asses, he said that he don't wanna be doing it no more. He said, you know what? it's not even worth my time It it is you know it take too much time for me to just come out here and just start riffing off the head it, you know people just they don't be liking my commentary you know people don't be liking my stand-up and i worked all day on this stand-up material and people don't even be liking it and so he said he don't even want to be coming to y'all people no more. that's why on friday he was like nope I ain't answering none of y'all questions because y'all ain't going to get me out here in these streets looking like I don't know what I'm talking about when I don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all not going to have me out here. Now, I will say that this was a hard week for Republicans. If you are a Republican, this was a hard week, especially if you're a Donald Trump. This was this was, this was a hard week. Like, let's just be a hundred. Like this was this was hard. Um, this was one of them things where you, like, I, I just, when they started giving you that bullshit, oh, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't agree with everything he says, but I support his policies. Like, n- n- no, no, this come with the man. I, I need for you to know that this, this stupid bullshit comes with the man. And at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what to say anymore. And for all of y'all out there that's eating Tide Pods and drinking bleach, And sticking lightsabers up your ass. It wasn't acceptable before he said it. Why would you think that it's acceptable now? You know what I mean? Like what it, it don't even Okay. Never mind. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it alone. And in in other craziness types of worldly things going on, an 18-year-old girl gets stuck in a washing machine, playing hide-and-seek with her younger sibling. Now I don't know about your mama. I don't know about your mind. But if my mama, my mama had to call the paramedics to get me out of the goddamn washing machine at 18. 18- I don't think I would ever live that down. I, I don't I don't think that ever is going to live down. I, I think I probably would have got my ass beat after I got out of the goddamn washing machine. And I'm thinking like you 18. Like what types like this. She's on the way to co- like what college do you put that on the application? You know what I mean? Like that should automatically disqualify. Because- because I'm thinking she probably was like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him with this spot. I'm going to kill him with this spot. I'm going to get in the washing machine. Ain't nobody going to find me. Ain't nobody going to find me in this goddamn washing machine. And I'm just trying to think, how do you even get in a washing machine? Because my big ass ain't getting in no, even at 18, my big ass wasn't getting in no washing machine. And maybe that's why I'm hating on you, girl. Because my big ass wouldn't have gotten in the washing machine. And maybe your ass couldn't get in the washing machine either because you couldn't get out. So maybe nobody need to put their ass in the washing machine. I'm just trying to think, like, you crunk down down and like what logic did that make sense like i I just would love to know her thought process of getting in that goddamn washing machine i'm like all the places you could have hid these was little kids like you could have hid anywhere you hide in the washing machine they wasn't paying you you wasn't getting paid for this this is not where in the world is common san diego you get your ass about that washing machine this is this is terrible this is absolutely terrible 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 and then Kanye West see you know speaking of Mr. West he said I was a billionaire now so now he's a billionaire he said before he had him in there for a billion he said no 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 I gotta have more money than Jay-Z I know I got at least 3.3 billion in there so he's saying he's worth 3.3 billion shout out to Kanye West and shout out to the Kardashians apparently if you touch a Kardashian you get a billion dollars like that's just kind of how it is I don't know so he he's worth a bill 3 billion he said he's worth 3 billion I don't know how Forbes comes up with these numbers. Somebody has to explain that to me because I don't know how a valuation of a company would make you a billionaire when you don't actually have that amount of liquid assets. I I don't know. Somebody, I I don't know. I don't even explain it to me. I I ain't never going to have that kind of money. So you don't need to explain nothing to me. I don't need to know it and kim jong-un said i'm i'm well i'm good so apparently there was a, a rumor going out there that he was not doing well that he was sick he had had a botched heart surgery and that he was in a vegetative state they had some chinese doctors that were supposed to be coming to get him he said no or his peoples he ain't said shit. his people said nah 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 he good he good so, I, I, I don't know what's going on with that, but he said he good. Well, you know, I don't know. And Erica Baidu thinks Lauren Hill will pulverize her. Pulverize her in an IG battle. She said that she thinks that she can't win that. So, Erica said she is going to get her freshly smelled floral vagina handed to her by Lauren Hill. And I'm like, listen, Erica, I, I don't know if that's true. Because with Lauryn Hill, she got one album. The miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Does she play the whole album? Just hit play and just hit the CD. Just hit it and just walk away. Or the cassette. Because back then it was like 98. I think they had cassettes still. Does she just hit the cassette and then flip it over to the B-side when the time comes? Because that's all she really got. So, you got Bag Lady. You got Call Tyrone. You got, you know, you got so many so many hits erica i i don't know if she i think she's baiting lauren i think she's baiting lauren but she know how lauren is because even if lauren says she's gonna do it she's gonna show up two hours late to the daggone ig battle or she might not show up at all so we don't we don't even tease us with that erica and you know, by the way, I I've, I don't want to smell your incense line, but people were saying that her poon poon smells good. So I don't know, like it's sold out and she's doing quite well with these pom- poon incense. I don't know what it is with men with these just, that want to smell. Why? Why do you want your house to smell like vajayjay? Like, why do you want to walk into your house and smell coochie? Like i just i don't get it like somebody because like i i don't like i said i don't want to walk into you and i said this last time yeah. i was like i don't want to walk into your house and smell like like what is that smell is, is it, it smells like what cat in here like why it just is, is that kitty litter like what what is that smell like i i don't know it, the musk of it it's just musky i was like i don't know i don't know and then i was like i don't know do we getting 40 some year old 50 some year old erica vijay like is this 20 year old erica vijay is this like you know because it, it age you know what i mean so i'm like i don't know we get so i but shout out to her for making her monies but i i, I don't know erica I, I don't know about that and p diddy Puff Daddy sean combs revealed to fat joe that there actually is a versus battle between him and dre in the works on fat joe's ig the other day i'm excited to see it i think this will definitely be a banger i think that this will be paid i think we will not get this free i'm pretty sure like they said pay-per-view we're gonna get it on pay-per-view maybe revolt I think Diddy might put it on Revolt, so we might be able to get it on Revolt. So if you got cable, you good or whatever. If you don't, I don't know what's that. Maybe we'll put it on IG for y'all or whatever. But, I mean, I, I do have cable, so I would watch it if it's free. Like, some people were saying, like, I'll pay for it. Like, yeah. the rich folks. They were like, we'll pay for it. I ain't paying for shit like I I can't like right now we in the quarantine like people the the money has dried up like They done ran out of money at the money place that they make money at the united states and we can't be doing that You know what I mean? Like I I need to save my little coins that I got I can't be paying for Dre Dre a billionaire I can't be doing that Diddy got all that money? I know so he could be saying take that take that take that I, I don't want that Diddy. like I Put it on revolt make it free and we can bump to that and i also will say this big ups to diddy like i had originally said that dr dre kicks diddy's bad boy booty in this battle i don't know if that's true if you look at diddy's catalog his discography the things that he's produced he actually has a really robust heavy catalog he did he has mary stuff he has faith stuff he has biggie stuff he has locks the locks he has total like he got such a well-rounded repertoire i don't know if dre can do that i i, I dre it's sort of like the babyface teddy Raleigh battle where you have one of like the slow jams guy and the uptown guy like i I don't know and now I, I actually want to see the battle because I don't I think it depends on how they place their stuff and what songs they play because at the end of the day they both got bangers California Love was a banger you know all the Gin and Juice was a banger like all of those forget about Dre like there's so many songs that it's just like oh I don't know but I ain't paying for it that's all I'm saying I Listen, Swiss listen Swiss and Timbaland I ain't paying for it I love y'all I love Diddy and I love you know Dre and all their music but I can't we, we broke out here. We broke. We broke. Them stimulus checks is already spent, baby. And speaking of billionaires, so let's talk about some more black billionaires. Jordan. So, according to Eminem, Michael Jordan actually gave him the silent treatment. He called him on the phone, I guess, a while back, and he was making a joke and said, like, I could slam dunk on Jordan or whatever. And this is according to Hip Hop DX. And Jordan just kind of went silent on him, like, i ain't having that and eminem was like i think anybody would know that i'm joking like who could just dunk on jordan especially like me like i can't just dunk on jordan but michael jordan was like he really he was kind of feeling some kind of way so you don't joke with michael jordan michael jordan is one of them people where i feel like if you ever met him he don't play around with the bullshit like if you saw michael jordan he still got the hoop from 1998 you know what I mean? He's still rocking that from 1998. He still got this whole 1998 vibe. When they showed him on the last dance, he got this whole swag of 1998, and and I love it. You know, I really do. He wears the Jordans that ain't nobody else got. He got them orthopedic Jordans on that can't nobody else wear, but he can because he is the original Jordan. He is out here looking 1998 sharp you hear me and that's what money looks like and money looks like I can be with whatever fucking decade I want and I choose the 90s so he out here looking good but you don't mess with Jordan and the last dance is dope as shit that's a good good documentary if you have not had a chance to see it and lastly but not least the coronavirus is killing the influencer market so we're not gonna get any more booties sitting on sinks And all of that, because right now they're saying sponsorships are drying up. There are not a lot of sponsors that are just giving out money for influencers to try to get people to buy stuff because shit is closed. And I don't need a skinny model, an Instagram girl selling me some flat tummy tea. I know that that shit don't work. Okay, you're not going to sell that to me, baby. I get it. You're not going to tell me that this this helped you when you weighed 100 pounds ever since you was an adult like I, I don't need you to sell me that okay I don't need you to sell me no more waist cinchers I don't need you to sell me no more edge drops like I'm, I'm good I don't know I think this might change the influencer market I think that they're gonna I think sponsors are gonna ask for a little more I think they're gonna, <laughs> they gonna want a little more return on their investment just having your booty cheeks out and you know, sitting on the Lord sink or whatever, and having a couple of Lord followers and stuff like that in a pretty face ain't gonna be enough. They gonna say we gonna need that return on investment, baby. So this has been your top ten trending topics of the week. Yeah, I did it real slow of the week. All right, here we go. All right, so let's talk about this Russell Simmons documentary where Uncle Russ over there, he doing his little yoga poses. Let's talk about Uncle Russ real quick. So there is a documentary about Russell Simmons and the sexual assault allegations against him that's coming out very soon. I don't know exactly when the date is, but I think it's coming out pretty soon. And I saw this originally on another platform now they wasn't the first you know what i mean they didn't break the story it wasn't like an exclusive but this was the first platform that i saw the actual trailer on because i knew this was coming because people we we had been talking we talked listen we had talked about this on millennials a couple months back we were talking about this and we were talking about oprah and how oprah just kind of like jumping on the bandwagon of these documentaries and like i said last time i think oprah needs to open up her little catalog Cause uh, you know her little, little resume Looking little, little dark over there Like everybody that you going after Is the same like you need to open Your menu up your horizons You need some more on here and some Just just dark meat you gotta Get some ch- some chicken breasts too Put some, some of them breasts on here Cause it's like every, every, it's all just all thighs And legs like we need you To open this up And so we had already talked about that But now it's actually coming out And I told y'all you, you you go back and listen to one of them podcast dates in January. I don't know the numbers. I don't keep track of the numbers. I don't got people to do that. And we we talked about it. And I said, I don't want to see it. I was like, I don't want to see it. This Of all, of all the documentaries you could have made, you make this one. This the one you make. Ain't nobody was looking for Uncle Russ documentaries. And now that it's out, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually want to see it like the the women in here it seemed to me they seem really credible to me like it, it's done the trailer was done very well that i am intrigued so i would like to hear it and one of the things that stood out to me like the morning sun like sweet morning do i took one look at you is that all of these women In the film or in the trailer, at least, not in the documentary, but in the trailer, we're black. So now it puts black women against black men again. So it gives it puts it back where black men and black women are against each other again, because now we have to make a decision about who we believe. Do you believe black women or do you believe this black man? we there again and it's like oh we back in this scenario and it's like listen i i said it last time i'm not gonna say that he didn't do it and i'm not gonna say that he did because i wasn't there but what i will say is when i read that passage that he wrote to oprah who i believe she dropped out of this because she talked to uncle russ uh huh. She talked to him about them rush cards and everything and she she talked to him and I think she pulled out because she got bad media and Uncle Russ was in her ear and she pulled out and they said that the women felt abandoned because she did that but I believe that's why despite what she was saying that she had a difference of opinion with the daggone producers and directors of the film which she never elaborated on what those differences were which I would like to hear that Oprah by the way but he never said that he did not do it. Basically, what he said was what happened was in this this open letter he wrote to Oprah, he said he is slept with thousands of women. And it's possible that they got the their recollection of the event incorrect. That it was definitely consensual encounters that they had he remembers but he's saying that all these women don't remember it correctly that to me was like a blaring light like an engine light you ever seen your engine lights come on in your car you may not know what it would it would mean like oh what is that i don't know what that symbol is 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 that a is that an engine or is is that a kidney like i'm not sure what that is maybe it's an intestine like you know but it came on so it kind of alerts you like something is off something is wrong something is happening that's what happened so when I read that, I was like, oh, Uncle Russ, you supposed to be yoga and zen and everything and vegan and you over here. I'm like, I don't know, Russ. You better put them chickens down, baby, because I don't know, baby. Like this just didn't seem right. And then when I was reading through it, the more you watching it, the more you watched it. The more you watch this trailer the more credible it became to me like i said i wasn't there i don't know if it happened or not but i will say that i'm going to watch it it did pique my interest it wasn't like the never the leaving neverland bullshit that they came out with where i when i even saw the trailer i was like oh i ain't watching that bullshit like it was just it was just one of them things. And it's not that I don't believe the people or whatever, even though I think they kind of was shaky with their stories. And I think some of them have now recanted the stories that they told. But I think it was just the way it was it was presented. It just was not presented pr- correctly. Like it was to the point where it was like, oh, this seems like not credible to me. But I think that this one seems credible. And I think it also brings in a different element because these this woman was already in the industry. So it wasn't like she he did give her a job but she was already in the industry and she was doing quite well in her role so she kind of she already had access to these artists and she already had access to money and things like that so it wasn't that she was in this dire need in order to kind of like reach out to him and, and and you know in order to get what she was getting so i'm i'm curious So I'm curious to see what happens, you know, in this documentary and and what her story is. And I think that we owe black women that as a black woman. I think we owe black women that because we tend to not protect black women. It's always the protection of black men and black women don't protect other black women. We tend to always want to protect the black man. And we see that every single day and so I think we owe them at least that of course make your own decision once you watch the documentary make your decision like oh I don't believe what they're saying you have every right to do that but at least hear them out you know what I mean like at least hear the story hear what they're saying and of course you know when you don't have a public persona like russell simmons you don't have the people that have this allure so of course you have you're starting backwards so now these women are trying to gain credibility that russell simmons already has through his work so they're already starting backwards so people are already doubting them and it takes a lot for somebody who has been sexually abused or sexually assaulted to come out because a lot of the times this is what you get like i don't believe you you trying to take him down because like i said black women don't protect black women because we're taught to protect the black man and at the end of the day the black man is so busy trying to protect himself that he has to neglect the protection of the black woman and that's why the black women are usually the most undervalued unprotected in society because of that and so I think that we need to at least hear it let's at least hear it you know what I mean? And then we can make a decision from there. But it, it does seem that it was done well. The the filming of it, the storytelling of it, because I think they're going to go into the hip hop side of it, too, because like she had a tape that Biggie Smalls gave her and they were talking about that. So I think it's going to be about her. So you're going to learn about her and not just Like, I think leaving Neverland was so heavily focused on all the bad about Michael Jackson that it didn't talk about who his the accusers were at all like we didn't get a chance to know who they were it was just like he did this blame 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 that was all we got from that and I think that some people who are really big Michael fans even if it were true wouldn't have wanted to hear that told in that way and so I think that them kind of giving more background on her and kind of explaining who she is and and her position and music and how I think that is going to give a better understanding of who she is, which will make people kind of at least listen to her, you know, and at least raise the eyebrows of, hmm, you know, maybe she really is telling the truth. Like maybe this is something that it could have potentially happened. Like I said, Russell Simmons, he said in the day, he said, well, maybe these thousand women I had sex with, maybe they remembered it incorrectly everything was consensual i don't need to do that to women and all of that stuff but he didn't say that he didn't because i would have just said that i did not rape these people that is completely false but that's not what we got in that open letter to oprah so like i said i don't know if he did it or if he didn't do it but what i will say is i think we owe them at least a listen at least a listen now i don't know when it comes out though i i don't know when i think it comes out sometime in the summer if i'm not mistaken Or oh, it comes out on hbo so it's on hbo max is when um or oh, the channel that it's supposed to to come out on so if you have hbo like i i don't got hbo i got the app you know i got the app so i probably gotta watch it later but um It comes out on HBO and it looks like the dates of it. I don't know if they have the date yet. They don't have the date here. Okay, so it doesn't list the date. I guess when it gets closer to it, oh, May 27th. So it comes out on May 27th. So you can watch it on HBO Max on May 27th. So watch it at least hear it out because i think that it is very important that we at least do that we owe black women at least that because a lot of the times with sexual assault especially in the african american community against black women it gets pushed under the rug people don't talk about it and it kind of gets negated and so we need to at least let's at least hear it out to to hear what they have to say i'm just saying so let's talk about it let's talk about the draft the virtual draft so it was interesting to see the the draft be virtual but I didn't mind it so I think we got like to me the draft was more because for the last usually I don't watch the whole draft but the last two years I've been watching the whole draft but I will say that this year's draft was much more entertaining because not only was you getting to see who picked who and who had the best draft and all of that bullshit you got to see the inside of their life you know what I mean you got to see their house you was I was looking in the background at people stuff like it was very distracting because I was looking at the backgrounds of people's houses I was trying to see okay what they got on their countertops okay let me see what they got over there is their house dirty it look like it's a little dirty like I was, I was so in, enthralled in trying to figure out who these people were and, you know, what was going on in the background that it was hard to figure out what, who team was up and who got what and who's, you know, traded to who and what I was just so focused on what was going on. We had people getting drafted in robes. I was like, you couldn't have put no clothes on. You said, you know what? You gonna you gonna draft me or you're not gonna draft me? You go, I'm gonna come to this in the best suit I got. It's the suit that Jesus made. I'm gonna come to the to this draft in my birthday suit. Yes, I am. He had on a whole white robe. And I was like, okay. It looked like he had on a whole white robe, like he had just finished fucking. Like I was like, ooh, okay, all right. You don't wanna you don't wanna put no old clothes on. All right, baby. Okay, well this is this, this what we're doing. I mean, he is it was a wide receiver, so I guess you know that's just a part of it you know what you get or whatever but I, I just like that was a lot you could at least you could at least put a shirt on you know what I mean you know put some pants on the pants I think is more important than the shirt at least you could put some, put some pants on you know put some pants on for your mama okay put some pants on for your mama and and also shout out to all the families who supported, and to all of the people who were there at the draft. They said, "Fuck this quarantine!" Like it was, it was a lot of people that was just in there, and they was just like, you know what? We just gonna be out here. Like, if we get the Rona, it don't matter. Cause if I was an NBA, that's an NBA, an NFL team, I would have been concerned. You know what I mean? I was like, this just, I just, my money's, am just, I'm gonna need y'all to go home. Cause I don't need y'all call for my, on my dude. You know, whatever. Like y'all a little close. there's no social distance, and and I need for that. I gotta protect my investment, and y'all is a little close. Like I would have been like calling like, hello, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow. I appreciate you, you know. You welcome, welcome to to Ohio, you know, welcome to Cincinnati where Ohio, the state of Ohio, where the quarterback, the quarterbacks go to die. You know what yeah. I mean? I appreciate you. Uh but y'all look close. You know what I mean? Like if, if y'all you can tell your grandma to just just go home. She needs to go to hell home. Like I just I need you to tell her to go home you call on the phone, because I need to protect my investment, like that, see, to me, that's what I would have did, and see, that's what I'm not a GM, that's that's why I'm not a coach, okay, because that's what I would have said, I would have said, she's a little close, I'm gonna need you to tell your uncle, He need to, he he got, he a little close, he put his hand on you, and I don't, I don't like it, you know what I mean, Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was so much, it was so much to ingest it was it was entertaining like I watched that with popcorn like it was just it was one of them nights where you just you knew it was gonna be entertaining like Roger Goodell looked like he was about to tell us a story like I I thought it was Mr. Rogers and I was just waiting I was like oh and for those of you that don't know football, that's the the commissioner, the NFL commissioner. So I I, I thought he was gonna tell us a story. He, every time we looked at him, he came to break. He had another piece of clothes off. It was like at first he was did he was standing up, then he was sitting down, and he started laying back. Then he took his shoes off. I was like, okay, where's this going? Is this this is NFL after dark, baby? Like this is a lie. You and the boy at the robe. Like you, he, he gonna be in a robe next? Like I was was concerned I was like did he leave you with with you were you with him like I just I, I didn't know what was going on and it was a lot um but but that that wasn't even it they they didn't even like they had the fans on the screen and even though the fans wasn't there in New York they were still booing like you know some things just just never changed I'm like y'all booing for y'all own. For y'all own peoples. Like what is this? Like we did the COVID-19. Y'all still booing? Like what? We got bigger things to worry about baby, baby. But they were still booing. And then. And then. And then we had the girlfriends. Okay. And then we had the girlfriends. So the girlfriends was doing the most like they were just all over the place. Like it was just it was one of them things where it was like, baby, you, you ain't even secured the bag yet. And you already trying to give it away. Like wh- it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, I think a lot of people were just kind of like shocked by it. Because I think if, if they were actually at the draft, we wouldn't have seen this level of entertainment. We wouldn't have seen it. We would not have seen it. So we had the cowboy, CeeDee Lamb, um, whose girlfriend used to date Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks, if I'm not mistaken, allegedly, if you got to use that tag. Uh And she decided that this was the perfect time to reach over and, you know, take a phone call, you know, but she didn't just take a phone call. She decided that she was going to take her, her man's phone, um, while they were on live stream on national TV. And she thought that she was going to take his phone and that it was going to change. And I'm like, listen, girl listen baby you know he don't allow you to hold his phone on any other day like uh, why would you think this day would be the day that the lord has made that would allow you to be able to take the phone out of his hand like i i don't understand why you would think that just because he got he might get a little money now and the money ain't gonna change the man the man is already made baby he wouldn't he is the man in the mirror that is who he is he ain't gonna let you hold that phone you knew he said you ain't never 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 gonna get this phone out of my hand you knew he had said that to you like y'all have had this conversation I could tell in your face when you got embarrassed like your face was it was tight you know what I mean like I could feel your butt cheeks clench up real tight um when it happened I could see it I you know you you sucked a couple couch cushions in at the time and I, I'm just thinking to myself you know I was you know just saying to myself like you know Lise like why would she do that like I you know as I was watching it I had second degree embarrassment because I I understand as a woman as a woman okay I understand how you want to see your man phone I understand you baby i've I've been there I've been there I've been when I was young I've been fighting over phones I know how that is fighting over passwords and currents on I know what that's like I get you but why would you do that on the TV so that people now everybody seeing you get your face, so now the side chicks who is it's winning by the way which we was talking about on brunch and they winning because his side piece is is home somewhere quarantine right So, you know, you was trying to get her number. She don't even need you to get her number. She don't need your number because he going to call her now that you going to get you going to get replaced. And then the side chick is going to be the main chick because you thought that you was Verizon. And that is just not how it is. You not Verizon Wireless. You ain't fixing phones. You not fixing screens like baby. You knew that. Like y'all had this conversation before. I could tell. And you could, you know how I know you could tell y'all had this conversation before? Because his mama had that look on her face. Like, what this motherfucker? no, she not about to do. And when a black woman have that face, a black mama have that face to a girlfriend, y'all have had that conversation. Yo, his mama has had that conversation with you saying you better leave C D alone. You know what I mean? Any any man that's now he gonna have a little money in his pocket you knew he wasn't gonna allow you to do that you knew that his you 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 knew that any man that's named after a past musical device ain't gonna allow you to take his phone. Which is funny to me, cause I was like, I would love to know what the CD means. Like, what is that? Is that a like? I would love to know what it means. Like, if somebody knows what that means, just let me know. I'm I'm just curious, cause I'm I was like, is his, is his brother named VHS? You know what I mean? And you know, Betamax. Like, I'm just I'm just curious. But it it's you new girl, you new girl. Like, just cause you was light skinned did. Don't mean he wasn't going to take that phone off your hand. You knew you wasn't supposed to be doing that. And that's probably why you fumbled the bag in the other place. Like, did you, you had another player and you ended up on the couch with a college guy? Like, I'm trying to figure out how that, how does that happen? Like, how do you go from the professional back down to the college? And you know why that happened? Because you're still trying to get in people's phones. You ain't on that level yet. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you can't, you got to graduate to the phone password levels, but you are not there yet. And then by next year, you probably won't be there at all because he going to be like, N-n-n. it's a lot. Cause I know his mama looked and he, they had a conversation. So don't be doing it. And the other person who really made a splash, she had a bigger draft night than Isaiah Wilson. She had a bigger draft night than Isaiah Wilson and the Tennessee Titans who got him. Basically, his mama has said, um, baby girl, why are you on his lap? Like, you know, because she, she, well, no, she didn't say baby girl. She said bitch if you don't get the fuck up with my son like like she pulled she yanked her off his lap so quick we I didn't know she was getting kidnapped I was concerned I was like somebody go get her like I, I didn't know what was happening like it was a lot of things that were going on that was just like oh It's a lot of things going on right now on the screen. I'm not sure what's happening. I was like, she just got kidnapped and he's just sitting there. I'm not sure. Cause then, you know, cause a lot of people saying that mama wanted to be on the screen, but mama really wasn't on the screen. She just, she just had pulled her off. You know, we couldn't even see his face. We just seen her face. And for a minute there, I thought he had was adopted. Cause she, she was looking a little old in the face. Okay. I mean, maybe from a different angle, she might look younger, but right there, she was looking a little old in the face and it was like, Wow. I, you know, I thought that was his step like adoptive mother and I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know that was his girlfriend at the time. So when that was happening, I was like, oh, my God, she's pulling the adoptive mother off of his lap. And I was so concerned. And and then I found out it was his girlfriend. And then I was like, oh, well, it's still concerning. Um, where does she go at? Like what happened? And I would love to have been there to see what the cause you could see mama was moving her hands, So, you know, they was having a conversation why she was there and she probably was like Isaiah why you got this white girl sitting all over your lap on tv you know that you can't be I know that's what was going on I know that was what was going down right there I know that so I'm I'm interested to see if these relationships last make it last forever and ever my money's on no you know my money's on no um, one because these these are they're young okay most young relationships don't go nowhere like let's just be totally 100 yeah they are some relationships with people that last forever like you you have LeBron James and, and Savannah but most people okay let's just be totally 100 let's be transparent when you're dating an athlete they can rotate you out. Like, they will upgrade you in the middle of conversation. Like, they could do that because now they have the access. So, most of these relationships ain't going to last anyway. And I think after this, you get clowned enough on social media. Like, do you just look at the person and say, you know what? I I don't think this is gonna work. Like, it's just, you know, it's a lot of you know, they talking more about you getting snatched up off my mama snatching you up off my lap, than they talking about me, and then I just i c I can't have that. Alright, so here's the next topic that I wanna talk about. And you're probably gonna be like, okay, wait a minute, where are we going with this one? So what happened was so brunching we have another i mean it's really the same show but it comes on at a different time so basically it's brunching but it's brunching after dark and so we talk about you can get it on our patreon so if you become a subscriber to patreon you can see these brunching after dark episodes um before um everyone else or whatever but what I'm saying is that we have another show, technically, or an, an extended show where it's Brunching After Dark, and we talk about really, really raunchy stuff on here, right? So we talk about very suggestive topics. Um, the first brunch and After Dark we had, it got kind of rowdy. So I, I was drinking vodka, I had <laughs> one too many, and I started talking. And one of the things that came up to me and became very apparent and clear is that I think that we we judge women a lot differently than we judge men, and then I also was curious to see, you know, what the thought process was on it because I had had asked the question. So basically, we were talking about, I guess you could say, fellatio, and I was saying that I had I. Just, had a lot of fellatio in college like I gave a lot of fellatio in college or whatever and so you know now I can't live that down all the brunching crew wants to kind of clown on me and so here's the thing I will say that it wasn't like and then when I told him like hey it wasn't like multiple people or whatever like it was like one like but I did it multiple times does that count as being well I guess it's not promiscuous but you know what I mean like is does that count in your mileage like so if I went on to someone else is that something that you say well you know I've been with this x amount of people or I had sex x amount of times but it was with the same person is that a thousand times with the same person the same as a thousand times with a thousand different people or is that different and so I personally me personally I don't think a thousand people is a lot. Even though I'm like, I'm. Mean, we're not out here being like music executive numbers or nothing like that. But I think it shouldn't for women, even though it does matter. I think it matters more for women than it does men. Like I'm not out here in these streets. I've never... I just wanna be totally 100% transparent. I ain't never been out here in these streets like that. I've always been a person that has been very exclusive to one person. Like I'm I'm that person. Like once I found my person, that's gonna be my person. And I'm gonna rock with you until we ain't rocking no more. And so that's the type of person I am. So when I say stuff like that, it gets people kinda be looking at me in a different way. And I was like, okay, I gotta fix this. I got to fix it because no, I wasn't out here hoeing in college like it and, and shout out to all the hoes. If you like to to have a few and in the hole, that's fine. I'm not judging you, but I'm just saying that's not me. So I'm a Libra and I'm a truly, you know, I don't. Well, let me stop that here to stop 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 this this astrology sign bullshit like I, I it does irritate me and because I was about to do it myself it does irritate me that people will typecast a motherfucker because of when when your birthday was like that don't that shit don't it's so vague that could be you like it's just so vague like you have to all the stuff is like you know you you get Scorpios they get mad sometimes don't we all fucking get mad sometimes like I I mean and then people be out here living oh you you a Taurus I can't talk to you like y'all are really walking past y'all whole soulmates because y'all reading a fucking fortune cookie like it the shit just don't make any goddamn sense but back to what I was talking about sidebar to a sidebar sorry so I was saying that if you out here with with one or two, three in the hole, that's fine. I don't care. But that's not who I was. That's not what I was doing. I was not one or two or three or four in the hole, okay? I was one. I had one, but I I did use that one a lot of times. So, so I'm trying to figure out like in, I had that one in college that I used a lot of times um so I just want to make that very clear you know even though like I said I think we do need to expand what is acceptable for women because we say the women are liberated and women are free and women can be sexually uh, you know whatever they want to be and express themselves but then if a woman does give you men numbers you know what I mean like somebody since we were already talking about Russell Simmons somebody like Russell Simmons can say I slept with a thousand women and most people I mean to me I'm thinking ill. Like how many diseases That you probably have In between those thousand Like I can imagine Like ew don't touch me I know you probably got something Like ugh. But a lot of guys would look at that like oh, Like it's a badge of honor That he has these thousand women He's had sex with a thousand women And they look at that as something That was like I wanna be I wanna be I wanna be like Mike Pow like they they want to be like that. Whereas if you flip it and you have a woman that is telling you that she was with a thousand dudes, it's not going to get the same reception. I think even if she tells you she was with a thousand women, I, I, I don't believe that it would get... The same reception. I think you're still gonna look at her with the side eye. I don't see, and I could be wrong, but I just I don't see any men looking at a woman that has slept with a thousand men with that same level of allure that they would a man. Now I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't still try to sleep with that woman if they knew that she she took a thousand dicks. They probably would be like, okay, if you took a thousand, what's a thousand and one? You know what I mean? But I I think that. I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't still sleep with her, but I think they would treat her differently, and I don't think that she would get the same level of respect with, like, you know, somebody like Russell Simmons or whatever. Like, oh, you had a thousand women. Well, that's what's up. You must have lived a wild life. You was a wild boy. Like, you ain't. They ain't gonna say that about the girl. They gonna say you was a wild girl. They ain't gonna say she's a hoe. Like, that's just the. That is what we as women get, and I felt that. I felt the judgment. When I said it, I probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't have never left my mouth, but I could feel the judgment, and I was like, "Oh shit, I said that out loud." And not only did I say it out loud, I said it loudly and incorrectly. So now I got two things: like, not only am I wrong, I got people thinking that I'm a hoe, and I'm not. Like you, you ever been hoe shamed? But you really was never a hoe. Like you you never had that wholeness like I didn't have my I don't have a whole card like I just I don't have a whole bone and I think the reason why I don't have a whole bone is because I think you 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 gotta have a level of willingness to do some shit and I don't have that like my patience with people in general is very low like My fucking patience is testy than a motherfucker. Like you know my patience is testy than a motherfucker. But as if you are very sexually fluid, you have to be willing to go with some shit. Like somebody, you know, they they pull out some anal beads and you go, okay, cool. Like that's just kinda how you kind of flow. That's not me. Like if you pull out some some shit that I'm be like, okay, is that piss? Is that a can of piss? Like I I can't I I'm sorry like this no Mm-mm. 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 so I, I can't get with that and you have to have a well, level of willingness and I don't have that level of willingness plus I was picky as hell so in college I in, in as a younger woman I was very picky so I only liked a guy that looked a certain way and if you didn't fit into that criteria I didn't want to date you and, and it was very shallow which is crazy because I wasn't on the level I'm not on the level now to, to to be able to be like I won't date you but I was very shallow and I had this perception in my mind about what I was attracted to and it was like if it was outside of that box I was like I don't want it I it, if it ain't coming in a full Tesla box I don't want it I don't want no Camrys I don't want no Hondas I just want a Tesla and that was all I wanted but now that I'm older of course I think my perception of what I find attractive has changed anyway but being young back then, being picky you know you can't be a picky hoe like there's there's no such thing as that and if you are offended by the term hoe forgive me I I don't know what else promiscuous person there you go For the lack of a better term, I was like, I'm trying to think of another term that I can use. Promiscuous person, right? So as a promiscuous person, you can't be picky. Promiscuous people are not picky. Like you, you just go with the flow. Like oh did like you here i'm here let's go that's like chris rock said you know you think about stuff back in the day like the the stripper that didn't have no teeth like you're like oh i saw her she didn't have teeth like it's just promiscuous people just go with the moment and that wasn't me that wasn't me and you probably like Lise, you doing a lot of convincing that i'm so not convinced that you're doing so much convincing and i'm it's look look and if you find that episode which it was on Facebook so you may or may not find it you will understand what I'm talking about you will understand exactly the words that are coming out of my mouth but just in long story short of what I'm talking about is that I think that women don't get the same level of freedom sexual freedom as men all right everybody thanks again for tuning in to millennials anonymous podcast yes we will be back again we have some guests coming here on millennials anonymous as well so we're going to be talking to a bunch of different people from different walks of life so if you listen listen now baby so if you're interested in potentially being on Millenniums Anonymous, please just let me know. Just send me an email at Lisa at Winniecom and I will certainly get back to you. You know how to find us. So if you are on itunes or google or iheartradio radio.com you can find us we're also on two online radio stations coming up so right now we're just on wpr 98.4 fm but we will be on wrdr eventually i guess i don't know we don't have a time or date or anything like that but it's coming so make sure you tune in and lock in for that and i'll let you know so go to our website it always is updated with different things that are coming so that's www.millennials.us we appreciate all the people that rock with us all the people that listen to us all the people that support us we want to maybe be able to continue to grow and we appreciate everything that you guys do for us and like i said everything that's on here is my opinion it is opinion based so it doesn't make it true it, makes it my opinion and my opinion may be different from your opinion but it doesn't make it wrong it just makes them different okay so if you like i said if you you felt some kind of way because you say oh her opinion is different from my opinion that's okay all right it's okay to have different opinions i want people to know that you can have different opinions ain't nothing wrong with that Ain't nothing wrong with having a different opinion than somebody else. Ain't nothing but a conversation that needs to be had. If you got a different conversation and you feel as passionately as I feel, but in a different direction, all we need to do is have a conversation. We may still agree to disagree in this motherfucker, but at least we can figure out where the other person is coming from and why they believe that so i believe in communication and i believe in dialogue and conversation and that is why millennials anonymous is what it is because i believe in it i believe the children of the future so we talk to each other we can certainly make things happen. And if you haven't had a chance again, I'm going to say it again since we are ending off on this podcast to like and subscribe to Brunching, you better do that. So go to like and subscribe to Brunching on all major podcasting platforms, most, not all, most major podcasting platforms so that you can find it. And we are working on getting on a couple of other platforms, Millennials and Brunching, to just stay locked and loaded and tuned in for that because we got some things that we're trying to get on so if you don't have access to it yet you will okay you will we're just working on it so make sure you like and subscribe. Again, we got Headcrack coming up next week on Brunching. So if you want to hear more from him and hear about his flow and his musical geniusness, make sure that you tune in for that. And then we got some other hot guests coming on Brunching. So I'm, I'm I'm a little bit blown away by the things that we've been able to get over there on Brunching. I've been working to try to to try to get some guests yeah, some some special guests over there so i'm i'm happy at the the results that we're getting over there and again if you want to be on either one of the podcasts just let us know all you got to do is find us and we've been having a lot of people find us recently so just make sure that you send a message to www.millennials.us is right on the first page just let us know what you want who you are and how we can reach you and or you can send me an email directly just make sure like i said last time just make sure i know what it is that you want what you're trying to do and how we can work together you know what i say like i i like working with people i'm not that type of person i like working together so make sure that you reach out to us thanks again for listening and subscribing and if you haven't done do haven't done so subscribe and like on Facebook and YouTube as well and I promise you I'm gonna stop talking eventually so like and subscribe on Facebook and YouTube go to Millennials Anonymous on Facebook and Instagram and also on YouTube and you can find us and make sure you know where everything is happening and why bye